Welcome to the Burnout to Breakthrough podcast. My name is Dr. Eric Shoemake. Thanks for being with me wherever you are around this country or around the world. Uh, this is episode 49, and it is called A COVID Victory Story, and I'm not talking about the vaccine. All anybody's talking about right now is the vaccine, but I want to give you a true COVID victory story from the aspect of true healthcare versus sick care. I'm going to give you an actual patient that I work with um, who transformed his health and the story that he went through and how he overcame COVID actually really easily where he was set up um, six, eight months ago where he wouldn't have overcome it really easily. So I'm going to walk you through that. I'm going to talk about vitamin D. There's some new brand new research on vitamin D, vitamin D deficiency, what your vitamin D levels need to be. And I'm going to take you through that whole thing. Uh, this whole idea came about, I actually talked uh, with, a, with a client yesterday um, who had listened to the podcast and he got in touch with me about doing some adrenal testing. And we've been working through his adrenal fatigue or neuroadrenal burnout. A lot of you guys have heard me talk about that over the years. And so he got tested. We found that he was in stage, almost stage three of adrenal burnout and, you know, didn't know what to do. Doctors didn't know what to do. So we started walking through that with him. And in 90 days, uh, we did a retest, feeling a ton better. Uh, energy's better. Uh, you know, brain fog has improved, you know, all kinds of things have started to improve. We're seeing the values improve, uh, as well. And I've also, do, I do that with a lot of patients, even locally and on, on zoom, uh, just talked to a, a, another couple of patients yesterday, feeling better after a workout, you know, he said he's feeling like his old self again. So as, but I'm, as I'm having these conversations with people about the neuroadrenal fatigue and how to get out of that, we're also talking about overall health and true health and what it means to actually be healthy and take care of your body, including COVID, because that's, that's obviously on everybody's mind right now. So in talking to the client yesterday, um, I wanted to just, I'm like, man, other people need to hear this when it comes to this vitamin D and what you can do proactively to protect you and your family against not only COVID, but against every virus uh, that's out there. And also by boosting your immune system, reducing your risk of cancer and other things like that. So let's go ahead and dive into it. First of all, I always have this caveat with when I talk about COVID, um, for some reason, the, the the narrative now is that if you question anything conventional, you don't believe or you don't um, you don't care about people. You don't care about people dying, and uh, that's absolutely not the case. I care about people. Um, you know, three hundred thousand people dying. I you I mourn the loss of all of those people. One death is too many. Um, it's obviously a tragedy. But at the same time, I don't just have to listen to whatever the news tells me um, because. And what I'm about to say, say here is not, uh, this isn't political. I think one of the worst things that happened is this thing got politicized. My opinions come from working with patients and working with their health and seeing what happens um, in, in people's lives over the last 20 years, 20 plus years now. So I care about people so much that I, as far as people dying, I care so much that I've dedicated my life to prevent people from dying. That's, that's what I do every day um, by taking care of their health and preventing those major disease killers. But what's driving me crazy with this entire thing through the whole narrative is that we, we're not talking about what you can do proactively to build your immune system and to build your body. You're not hearing about that. The only thing you're hearing about is death tolls and you're hearing about we got to wait for a vaccine to save us. And, you know, you're not hearing about what you can do proactively to build your health and protect yourself. And that's what I want to talk about today, because that's what I think is important. So instead of just me harping on statistics, I'm going to take you through um, a case uh, that I've seen recently. His name is Bob. I've been talking about this for months. I've been talking about Bob for months because, so here's what happened. Early on, um, Bob is in his 70s, so you would call the high-risk group, right? If And I've always told my patients too, 
you can't just say above 70, you're high risk. It's, it's not that simple. It's uh, what's your health and you, if you're above 70, right? Do you have pre-existing conditions? Do you have diabetes? Do you have high blood pressure? Do you have obesity? Do you have any of those things? And early on in this thing, um, the New or Journal of American Medical Association did research and found that people that were hospitalized with COVID, 94% of those people, I'm going to say that again, 94% of those people had at least one of these three conditions, obesity, high blood pressure, or diabetes. And 88% of those people had two of those conditions, right? So it's not the age that's the biggest deal. It's do you have those preexisting conditions? And Bob did. So Bob is over the age where he should. they say he should be worried about this. Um, he's, And I agree with him that he should be because he had obesity, he had diabetes, and he had high blood pressure. So he had all three of those. But instead of just you know hiding in his house um, and trying to avoid everybody and 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 you know just quarantining himself because he's quote unquote high risk, he decided to do something about it. So he came to me and he said, "You know what, Doc? I have I'm the, uh, that age that they're talking about. I have all of those three comorbidities that you're talking about." And this is back in March and April. And he said, "So I want to do something about it. I want to get rid of those comorbidities." And I said, "Okay, let's do it." So we started working with him on his nutrition. Um, he ended up losing 35, almost 40 pounds. It got his BMI down out of the obese category, uh, which is great. So no longer has obesity. He looks like a different person. Um, in the meantime, he was eating anti-inflammatory foods. By losing that weight, he was also to get his, able to get his blood pressure normalized, normal blood pressure, and to get his A1C down um, dramatically. So he got rid of really all three of those comorbidities, right? So it's still borderline diabetic, but got rid of the obesity and the high blood pressure through lifestyle changes, just lifestyle changes. So, you know, and I, and this, the third or the fourth thing that he did that there's looked at his vitamin D levels, right? So instead of just saying, okay, I take vitamin D, we didn't guess we tested his vitamin D levels. And even though he thought he was taking enough vitamin D, he wasn't. So we got him bumped up in his vitamin D, um, started making sure he was taking the correct amount of vitamin D to get his levels where they needed to be, which I'll talk more about in a little while, because there's a brand new study that just came out. 80% of COVID-19 victims that are in the hospital are vitamin D deficient. Another one just came out Medscape yesterday. Um, Vitamin D deficiency in COVID-19 quadrupled the death rate. If you're deficient in vitamin D, you quadrupled your death rate. So, and, he, and I've been talking about that. So he's like, okay, I'm going to get my vitamin D fixed. So he did. And so you know, we go along through the months. And then a few weeks ago, he comes down with COVID. And I, the first time I saw him was yesterday. And, and I asked him, so how did it go? And he said, well, kind of exactly how you said it would probably go. He said, I felt kind of bad for a couple of days. Felt like I had a cold. Um, and then it was done. And I'm like, that's it. And he's like, yeah, that's it. And now I'm good. Tested negative. You know, he's back in society. And I was so proud of him because he was one of the people that would have been in really, this was a guy who would have been on a ventilator most likely back in March and April because he had those three comorbidities. He was over the age of 70, but look what happened when he got rid of the comorbidities. He wasn't obese. Obesity causes poor outcomes because physiologically what's going on with the inflammation in your body. Inflammation in your body is, is what causes the lung damage with this thing is, is chronic inflammation. So that's also what causes high blood pressure, right? It's also been linked to diabetes. In, increased insulin causes um, increased inflammation. So what he really did by getting rid of this comorbidities is he got rid of inflammation in his body. And then he fixed his vitamin D level. So inflammation and vitamin D are the two most important things. So with vitamin D, 
He got his vitamin D level back up to normal. Vitamin D specifically when is, is, is uh, responsible for attacking viruses early. So if you don't want to get the flu, guess what? Vitamin D. I've done so much speaking on this and so many talks on this, but so just a couple of studies this on, on the importance of vitamin D. Um, 80% of COVID patients were deficient in vitamin D. All right. So this is looked at a, a Spanish research hospital and found that, um, people that were admitted to the hospital, it was 82.2% were deficient in vitamin D. So what the doctor says, and this is an amazing uh, this is pretty amazing for me because this is true healthcare. This is this guy isn't saying, "Hey, just wait for a vaccine." Here's what he said. This is the quote from uh, one of the doctors who put on the actual uh, study, Jose Hernandez, PhD. He said, uh, "One approach is to identify and treat vitamin D deficiency, especially in high risk individuals such as the elderly, patients with comorbidities, nursing home residents, and who are the main population for COVID-19." Isn't that a novel idea, right? So the, what he's saying is we're going to build their immune system, help them build their immune system from the, from the inside out. Because vitamin D is not a vaccine against COVID. Vitamin D does 200 other things in your body. Vitamin D is very effective um, at reducing your risk of cancer, at reducing your risk of colds and flus. Um, we looked at a, a study in Journal of Epidemiology when it comes to just the, the flu, and they said that people that took up to uh, 800 IUs of vitamin D every day decreased the risk of colds and flus by 75%, and that's not even enough vitamin D for most people. Um, but people that had adequate levels of vitamin D, which should be between 60 and 80 of, in, on a blood test, that's what the research is showing, those people that had adequate levels of vitamin D decreased the incidence of colds and flus to nearly zero. Right versus a flu shot that's never been more than fifty six percent or fifty eight percent effective. Last year it was nineteen percent effective. Um, so when you see those numbers, wouldn't you rather do the thing that's more effective and doesn't have any side effects or anything like that? So when it comes to like vitamin D, that's what I wanted to tell you is so important. Getting your vitamin D level checked. All right, this is something you can do at a doctor's office. You can do on routine blood work, and that level should be between sixty and eighty. That's what the research is showing. Um, unfortunately, quote unquote, normal is anything above 30. So you can be sitting at 32 or 33, which is far less than optimal. And the doctor or, or the lab is going to say, you're fine. And you're clearly not fine. You're at risk. Um, which is what these studies are sh- saying. If you're, if you're deficient, that means lower than 30, 3.7 times, uh, 3.7 fold increase the odds of dying of COVID-19. That's just, again, just came out on uh, looking at Medscape. Um, so if you're under 30, it's huge. But even if you're 31 or 32, that wouldn't even be considered deficient, but that's still suboptimal, right? So 60 to 80 is where you want to be. Um, and if you have questions on this, you can also email me, um, burnout to breakthrough uh, at gmail.com, burnout to breakthrough at gmail.com. If you have questions on any of this stuff or any of the adrenal testing or any of that, you can always shoot us an email or find us on Facebook. Be happy to walk you through any of this. But I've been just harping with people, hey, let's get our vitamin D levels fixed, right? And let's get rid of those comorbidities. So what happened with Bob, and this is what I'm, what I love to see. And here's, here's my point about the vaccine. A lot of people ask me like, are you getting the vaccine? What do you think about the vaccine? I'm getting a lot of questions like that. And here's how I'll answer that. If we give Bob the vaccine, let's say Bob never changes his lifestyle. He's got low vitamin D. So let's, let's take last March. He's got low vitamin D levels. He's obese. He's got high blood pressure. Um, and he has diabetes. Let's say we give him a, a, the vaccine that prevents him from getting COVID um, in the next couple of months. What's still going to happen to Bob because he's obese, has high blood pressure and diabetes and low vitamin D? 
those things are still going to take multiple years off of his life, guys. Like that, so just because you got a vaccine and didn't die from this one disease doesn't mean you're healthy. But now look at what he's done because not only now is he, he went through COVID, right, and came out the other side really well, but look at what he's done for his future now. He, you know, his blood sugar is normal. Um, his his A one C is almost normal. His blood pressure is normal. His his uh, um, BMI is is normal. All of those things. If you look at you know uh, obesity, that takes years off of your life. Obesity increases your risk. I don't have the stats right in front of me. I wish I would have brought them up. But in, you know, obesity increases your risk of breast cancer. It increases your risk of colon cancer. Increases your risk of of heart disease, obviously, right? So what he's done is gotten rid of those risk factors to where his future is going to look great. So the reason I'm, I'm putting this podcast out there is I want to encourage you that if you're worried about COVID or if you know people that are worried about COVID, just because you're immunocompromised doesn't mean you have to stop there, right? Like with the doctor that, that did the study um, that I was just talking about, 82% of people were uh, deficient in vitamin D that were hospitalized. He said, we, we need to look at at-risk individuals like elderly and patients with comorbidities and nursing home residents and then give them vitamin D, right? Target them with vitamin D. Um, that's, it doesn't mean you have to just have to leave immunocompromised people or people that are at risk. You don't need to leave them at risk. There's something we can do about it. So I felt like I needed to, to put this podcast out because there's so many things that you can do. You know, if you just Google vitamin D and COVID, you'll see all the research that I'm talking about, vitamin D and COVID. There's 10 studies on the first page of Google that have come out really recently. But then the second part of it is is decreasing um, inflammation because of what's called IL-6. So there's a marker of inflammation in your body. If you have chronic inflammation in your body, you have far worse outcomes with COVID. What what causes inflammation? Sugar. All right, the, the packaged foods that we eat. Um, what else causes inflammation? Bad fats, um, canola oils, rancid vegetable oils, trans fats, pro-inflammatory fats, all of that stuff. So what I'm what I'm doing is, you know, when I, when I'm helping people with this, I, we're getting to the underlying not cause of you dying of COVID. We're getting to the underlying cause of your body not functioning properly. And if we can get your body functioning properly, that's when people do really well with COVID. But then also. Reduce your risk of heart disease, reduce your risk of cancer, reduce your risk of getting the flu, reduce your risk of Alzheimer's, all of these things, all of these lifestyle changes have been shown to reduce your risk of all of those things, which to me, that's the solution in the way out of this thing is, is starting to take control of your health. If your, if your health is looking shaky, let's build that thing up from the inside out. So a couple different resources for you. Again, if you want to shoot me an email, um, burnout to breakthrough at gmail.com, you can do that. Um, for the adrenal testing, I've been doing a lot of telemedicine lately, so I can do this where, wherever you are in the country or in the world, we can hop on, um, a zoom call and work through, uh, you know, testing and any testing you might need. Um, I can send tests out, uh, from our office. It's a, it's a test that you take at home. You can't go do this at the doctor. Uh, they don't test the adequate levels of cortisol four times a day and DHEA four times a day. Um, but if it's a case that, that we could accept then you do the test at home, we get the results. We walk through a, a treatment plan with you. Really simple, really, really easy. Um, I'm also going to be doing some webinars coming up. So if you pay attention to our Facebook page, Burnout to Breakthrough on Facebook, I'll be posting the webinars on there. The next one coming up is called Resolutions to Revolutions, Make It Stick. And that's on the the science of how you actually hit your goals. You know, So whatever your dream is this year, um, if you're looking to lose 20 pounds for good, revamp your eating habits, you know, get a pain-free body, whatever it is, um, 
we need to turn your butt into a can. Like so many people say, I want that butt, and we're going to turn that into a can. You can do anything you set your mind to. You just need the system to overcome like the limiting beliefs, self-sabotage that keeps you from changing. Um, and I have a webinar coming up on Wednesday, January 6th. If you're on the, um, if you're on the, our email group, I'm going to send an email out to everybody. If you want to be added to that email group and get the invite, then just shoot an email to me at burnout to breakthrough at gmail.com. We'd be happy to add you to the list and, uh, and get you what you need there. Um, that, that webinar is kicking off the year on January 6th. And then we're going to do multiple things throughout the year as well on reducing inflammation, making sure your vitamin D is adequate, all of those things. I'm going to make a lot more of those virtual for those of you that aren't here in Denver where I am. So, um, hopefully this helps and gives you some encouragement on something that you can do right now. Um, rather than just again, waiting for a vaccine or waiting for X, Y, or Z, because just because we get vaccinated against something does not mean that we're healthy. Right, You might be protected against this specific disease, but the things that were making you sick in the first place are still making you sick. There's obviously a better way to do it. So that's my uh, that's my two cents for today. Um, hopefully you take advantage of some of those resources. Any questions for me, let me know. In the meantime, action steps, get that vitamin D level checked. If you have questions on dosage, what you would need to take, obviously let me know. Work on your diet, reducing inflammation, get out and move, all the things that you know to do. Start using this as a time we can build your health health going into 2021 to make that the year that we thought 2020 was going to be.